Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm James Matsumontamagno. And I am Michael, the Ice King, Rivette. Classic. You, you, you. How's your droppage going of Fortnite? Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you, it actually is. It, it works out because we do have the Fortnite uh, supply drop coming up where we get to talk about some new fun events going on. But we just got dropped a ton of snow on us here in upstate New York. So it's it's a twofold nickname. It works out perfectly. It's been sub zero temperatures, uh, frigid, actually just like I think yesterday's high was negative two degrees. Uh, so it's been a little chilly. I am uh, coming back from beautiful, warm Maui, Hawaii. So I uh, you know. Yeah, so you'd know what I'm talking about. No, you're talking about. I get it. I get what you're putting down. You get it. You get it. I gotcha. Yeah, it was it was good. I was on a little trip. We're adjusting some schedules for recording this week. But yeah, I got back last night. It was a beautiful trip. Uh, we try to go out there every every January, take in the sun because you know, in, mm-hmm. New York is very similar. Upstate New York, it's very cold and gray in the winter. I assume it's the same there. Yes, it's miserable. Yep. And Seattle, while not as miserable, like has a very long stretch of gray. So to counteract that, we try to do a little vacay. And luckily, we're very close. Like that's the problem with New York. You're very far from Hawaii. Very far. Yeah. I mean, we go, you know, that's why I think they have a lot of direct flights to, you know, like Florida out of here. So it's just like, People just, they just need to see the sun. It's been five months. We don't even know what it looks like anymore. We don't even know if it still exists. So people jump on a plane, hundred bucks, try to get to Florida. You know, that, I think that's kind of, that's otherwise, you know, you and I have had this conversation before if when we were trying to go to Phoenix or try to get out West, it's just like, it, it, it quadruples the price the second you're going that far yeah. out. And that's how it is on the East coast. It's just, it's crazy. It's, it's cheaper almost for me to go to Europe than it is for me to go to like California. So. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. So, well, I hope that it, you know, lets up a little bit and then you can at least get out of your house. That's important. So, yeah, I dug out. We're, we're good here. I mean, it's, you know, you just kind of hunker down. I got, I got a truck with four wheel drive. So it's, it's almost kind of fun when you get these big blizzards, people just freak out. You know, the shelves are cleared. I don't know. I don't know how many shovels you need, but shovels are always sold out. I don't know who's buying all the shovels. Like I, I got one, you know, I, I got it like five years ago. I don't, what are you buying more shovels for? So you just dig out and you have fun. You throw some sandbags in your in your car, truck to weigh it down. and you go. But uh, let's just jump into the good stuff. And I think one of the best thing I'm excited. It's one of my favorite things, actually, is. Nintendo has announced they are doing an indie direct tomorrow. Are, are you excited? I am. Yeah. I mean, for me, if you remember, I guess the last time they did this was maybe six months ago. They surprised us. They surprise attacked us. So tomorrow, if you're in the past, but today, so it happened today. So we can't really comment on it today. So the, the 23rd, the Nintendo Europe account tweeted about it. Now, this happened last time when where Nintendo Europe did an indie kind of indie direct and then Nintendo America did one a week later. So I'm wondering if we're going to get two back-to-backs. I, I, I hope so. I really enjoy them. I, I think for me, and this this could have been partly because last time we were, everything that was coming out was Smash. Mm. So these 
you know, indie directs were actually kind of like a breath of fresh air to me. So I got to see some stuff. And I I think personally, I tend to play more of the indie games on my Switch. So I'm I'm really excited to see what comes out. And I, I hope there's another one even a week after this, because I really love these games. They're usually pretty budget friendly. You know, they're not the big blockbuster games with a $60 price tag. So I'm, I'm pumped. I, I'm excited to see what they put out. Probably Overwatch. That's what my guess is. Nice little indie title. <laughs> yeah, little little indie game, Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. <laughs> we'll comment on it next week. So sorry that we couldn't get to it this week, but it didn't happen yet when we were recording on Tuesday. Yeah, so podcast time travel. Ugh. But in more exciting news that you can get almost soon. Well, in February, finally, <laughs> is our good friend, Petey the Piranha Plant. Uh, Piranha Plant is coming to Smash Bros., which I'm super excited for officially February 2019 release window. So there's no real official day, but it's coming, Michael. The Piranha Plant's coming for you. Eventually. Yeah, eventually this is going to happen. You know, I... Okay, that's cool. I mean, if you bought the physical copy before January 31st, you can get it for free, which is cool, but you do have to register with your online account and then a code gets emailed to you, which I still haven't got. So I, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but I, I mean, I will try it. I, you know, it, it won't be my main character, but I would definitely try out some piranha plants, see what's up now. You got to make sure you do this on your switch. So how this works. So I did get my promotional code. You should have gotten it already. Oh, geez. So that means <laughs> something's going on here. So what you need to do, it, it, the email is called. So what you need to do is when you insert your card. So if you've downloaded the d- digital version, you don't have to worry about this. It's already hooked up. So when you put in a physical card into the game card slot, you want to hover over Smash Bros. Ultimate, hit the plus, and then the My Nintendo Rewards program, you need to redeem it, redeem it, redeem it, redeem it, redeem it, redeem it. Redeem it. That's probably what I did. That's why I didn't get my uh, redeemed it. My email code. I redeemed <laughs> you it. You got to redeem it and you got to say earn points. And then that will link the game to your My Nintendo account and then they'll email you. Did you do that? No, you didn't. I do. did. No, you did right now. I did. I, I did. No, I did that like a week ago. All right. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe even longer. I don't know. Maybe, uh, I mean, Nintendo does say to check your promotions folder if you're a Gmail user, which I am. And I did, but I still haven't seen it. What you said, what what was the email called? Yes. It's, it's not what you would expect. It was something that you would probably have just archived immediately because the title of the email is thanks for your purchase of the super smash bros ultimate game. Oh, yeah, I probably totally deleted that. Yeah, I'll have to to go through. And then inside of it, it says below is your download code from my Nintendo for Piranha Plant and game character. You can redeem the code now and you'll receive the new fighter when it becomes available in early 2019. Huge long code, blah, blah, blah. Come on. Why why wouldn't you put the subject something Piranha Plant so people know what they're looking for? I I don't. It's terrible. Well, you know, if you don't get it, you can always buy the Piranha Plant outside of the fighter pass that will include. Oh, that ain't. That ain't happening. I'm not going to buy this thing. I'll get it for free. I'll figure out. I, I, I'm sure my code came in the, in my email, but uh, I'll, I'll just have to check because I was not looking for that at all. But now now that I know, I will check. I'm, you know, like I said, I'll, I'll definitely try it out. But this will probably be your new main character. You'll, oh, yeah. you'll be getting rid of uh, Jigglypuff and it'll be Piranha Plant. Yeah, I got to get that amiibo so I can sit right up here next to my Jiggly. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're talking about Smash. So this is a really cool story, a really cool segue into it. Somebody, a Reddit user, 
Little Wolf 128 created a Nintendo Switch dock built out of a GameCube console. And it actually has the working controller ports. It looks really, really cool. Little Wolf said, you know, I'm not the first one. This this has been done before. I actually used design uh, directions from somebody called Rated E-Mods, I guess a website probably, that they did it. But he is one of the first, or she, Little Wolf, could be a she, that did it using the Japan-exclusive Spice Orange GameCube. Mm-hmm. And the thing just looks really, really cool. I, I kind of love, I, I wish, this is kind of something we were talking about last week and the week before i wish nintendo would put out things like this I, that would be so cool it's so cool it's it, it if if you're trying to envision just go ahead and go to the 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 article in the link below but there's just a cutout in the middle of the gamecube where you you dock the switch and even the light that comes on in the gamecube is lit up and all the controller ports work because i'm imagining they slice together that usb adapter so inside of here they probably slapped in the dock and then slapped in the GameCube adapter via USB and rigged it all up. And that's Mm -hmm. genius. That's beautiful. I love it. It's very cool. It's very, very cool. Yeah, I want one of these. And honestly, the Spice Orange totally gets bonus credit points because I've always wanted to own one of those, but they are only in Japan. And then the GameCube is region locked. So unless you have some way of getting around that, which is now obviously illegal in Japan. So based on those rules we talked about, uh, but that is really, <laughs> really cool. So now you can just play all those games. And then if you add that up, if one day GameCube titles come to whatever online shop, how cool would that be? that it's like all in one be, it's cool i i like it. i mean anything i like this i would love a dock that lights up i love it. i mean i i think they could do stuff like this and it would probably sell awesome it could be like a collector's item or you know limited runs and and i guarantee people would buy that kind of stuff but i the fact that little wolf did it themselves that's just even cooler yeah now in other news, remember last week when we were like, there's going to be a super exclusive event at the Nintendo America store in New York. <laughs> you remember that, Michael? Yeah. So so two things happened on that day, and I was trying to figure out what actually happened. So the first thing that happened is Nintendo announced a bunch of new games for Nintendo Selects for the 3DS, and I knew you were super excited, Michael. Ah, oh, boy. Uh, it was a dream. It was a dream come yeah. true. Well, so Super Mario Maker, Zelda, Majora's Mask 3D, and Star Fox 64 3D are going to be $19.99. You'll find them in stores yet again on February 4th. So if you don't own those, all good titles, pick them up. That happened on the same day. And I was like, is that what they announced? Why would they close down the entirety of the, the shop? And then I Googled around, just fi- figured out what was going on. There was a fitness boxing event. Which you would have been there, I guarantee, if you knew that's what was going on. I don't know why I wasn't invited. I don't know why I didn't get the invite. (laughs) You've been been the biggest advocate for the game. They should have had you come in. I mean, we've seen it climb the charts, Michael, so I don't understand. Thanks to us. We're the reasons (laughs) why this is happening. So... (laughs) <laughs> uh, anyways so anyways that's what's happening in case you did nothing spectacular crazy happened but there were some boxing going on but probably for our last story which has me a little excited and also puzzled as to why this hasn't happened earlier uh nintendo's actually that could actually answer a lot of questions <laughs> so so this answers all of our questions about nintendo switch online is that Nintendo has finally posted a job listing, which is usually not that exciting. Sometimes it hints at new games, but specifically they are hiring a Nintendo Switch online manager. And their goal is to improve 
the Nintendo Switch Online service. Seems important. NSO, as they call it. Yeah. Yeah, it's about time. So somebody now needs to figure out key goals and objectives for the Switch Online service. They haven't figured those out yet. They're going to establish KPIs. They're going to define all sorts of things and you know go across all the different teams. If you're interested in that, it seems like a pretty cool job. I mean, in general, uh, you can track that down in the Nintendo Soup article uh, below and go ahead and send in your resume. You know, figure out how to get that done. You know, just in general, and fix that, fix that NSO up. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm. It's a, it's about time. I'm happy to see that maybe somebody is like, you know what, uh, we, we need to tweak this up a little bit, get things going here, and and they're gonna get somebody in there that's doing that. I don't know if I w- would want to be that person because they're gonna have a lot of hate thrown at them at first. But I think it's you know good for them. Hopefully they get the the ship turned around a little yeah. bit now and some more good news we got we got tons of good news this week do you remember what was it months ago when we were talking about crossplay and sony was just like nope not doing it we are not doing it well psionics the um the the company that produces rocket league finally came out with a complete cross-platform update for the game and they even went out to say thank you to sony for for basically playing well with everybody they even wrote that into the uh, you know the announcement uh i think this is exciting i think you know the more cross play the better i think there was this old sort of this mentality that we got to keep games just on our console that's what's going to make people buy it but People want to be able to play games with each other. I think this is better for everybody that this is happening. I am very, very excited that this is happening. For PlayStation players to play with all these other platforms, um, you do have to have it enabled, but that is on by default, so you shouldn't have any problems. And Sinex has also said that the first big update of the year is going to allow for cross platform parties to be created and then more news is coming out on that it's not available yet but we're in a step in the right direction we are now full cross platform for rocket league i think that's just super exciting i would love to see more customization on it around Mm. like oh i you know I'm, i'm playing fortnite like let me play with xbox players and playstation players or only switch players or i don't know yeah, that's kind of cool. I like that yeah, idea. Because this was, you know, players on PlayStation 4, Switch, Xbox One, and Steam can randomly, you know, do matchmaking against each other. Maybe I don't want to play against the PC players because they're mouse and keyboard or whatever. And, and this this is sure. the first time I've seen PC go on it because on Fortnite, you can't play against PC players, right? Not that I know of. I mean, I could be could be totally wrong. I, I'm not sure. Um, I, every once in a while when I do play and you may have noticed it too, I will see if there's a phone, sometimes a phone will pop up next to somebody's name or a, um, like if you're in a party with them, the, like a console will pop up. So, but I haven't seen a PC, at least that's what I'm assuming they are. It's kind of representing what they're playing on, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw my friend on and he was on PC, but I couldn't join his party. I don't think. Hmm. Okay. So. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. And it, which, You know, that is kind of what everybody says, right? I mean, PC players have have an advantage in in the controls. And so maybe they just say, you know what, we're not going to do that. You just get decimated. Yeah. And then Rocket League's a little bit different because it's not a first person or third person shooter. So it. Yeah, true. It's a little bit different, but different customizations like that would be would be pretty, pretty fun. 
But I'm interested. Yeah, I, I think so. I'm interested into why they have the switch only on PlayStation. Maybe that's like the Sony policy. They have to have that switch. Yeah, that is kind of strange. Maybe, yeah, I bet you they they started up and said, okay, well, we're going to do it, but this has to be built in for that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm happy it's 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 a step in the right direction, though. Yeah, getting there slowly but surely. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I still need to play it ever. I'm not, I played it once and I was terrible. Have you ever terrible. played Rocket League? Once. Not at all? Once. Oh, once. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I really enjoy it. I, I actually was thinking about picking I have it on my Xbox, but I was actually thinking about picking it up on my Switch because it, I just think it's a really it's really just fun. It, one of those games you can just pick up, play a few rounds, and then you know go about your day. I have seen it being played and it seemed really fun, but then I played it and I was like, I'm not good at this. But that's what I that's <laughs> that's what it was for Fortnite, right? When I started first started playing Fortnite, I was like, I don't get yeah. this. Now I play it all the time. So Yeah. Uh, Right. That's how I feel about Smash as well. I just I just get crushed every every round. So oh. I guess that's the way it works. You have to earn your stripes. You have to kind of level up yourself. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about later on. We'll we'll get to the Smash later. We'll get there. We'll get there. In some interesting news, two cool articles. One is pretty intriguing. The other one is just super cool that everyone needs to go and check out. But the first <laughs> one is our good friends Game Freak. You know Game Freak? They make Pokemon. I do. They do. I do. I actually didn't know they did anything else other than Pokemon. <laughs> this story was a complete shock to me. Yeah, they are releasing a new game on PlayStation 4, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. And, and you probably might be like, whoa, a new Pokemon game on Xbox and PlayStation 4? I'm in. No, that's not happening. No, it is oh, a... Okay. They do make other games uh, out there, and they have a program where they encourage their developers to think outside the box and kind of experiment, create little teams are doing other original ideas. So in 20, uh, 2006, I believe it was 2016. I mean, they released a PC game called Giga Wrecker and Giga Wrecker is kind of an 2d action adventure, Metroidvania type of game. And, uh, it, uh, is now coming to those three consoles. So PlayStation 4, Xbox and Nintendo switch later this year, rising star games will be publishing it. So it's not like published by Nintendo. Cause that'd be weird, obviously. And game freak is, you know, the developer of, of Pokemon and they don't necessarily the Pokemon company also released. It's a very weird relationship how the Pokemon games come to be, but Giga Wrecker, Wrecker alt will be the name of it. It is, uh, we'll have 20 additional puzzle, um, stages, new campaign character, a new hard mode. It's called Iron Man mode. I don't know if they have the licenses to Iron Man, but it should. And it'll come in a bunch of different languages at the same time. So it'll be coming out both physically and digitally. So that's pretty cool. Um, and I like it. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. The only thing I will say is it's coming out physical on only PlayStation 4 Nintendo Switch. Mm. So if if you wanted to have that, that's sorry, you know, Xbox, you, you're not getting it. But they do have it digitally on all three. All three. So just just some uh, some something to think about. The last thing, definitely probably is up your alley, Michael, but the God of War director, Rafa Grassati, that's what I'm going to say, I pronounce his name. Hmm. He's been creating this amazing Smash Brothers art on his Instagram page. It is like realistic to form inspiration, I guess. How would you inspire? It's the most beautiful thing ever. It is beautiful. I mean, I, I guess it's inspired by the game characters done in a 
realistic style it's just so interesting and i like the mega man that that should be a movie yeah. you know if you if anybody ends up looking this stuff up the the way he rendered mega man looks like a live action version of him it's yeah. it's really really well done i think that might be my favorite actually is mega man from what i've seen oh i go back and forth i love the pikachu but it also looks like a pikachu the bowser is and they're doing a good job with the movie that's true yeah that one already looks good yeah bowser i think looks fantastical mm-hmm. um all of them they all look good so and also just his instagram feed in general is pretty great like if you are into god of war spider-man if you're into anything basically <laughs> oh, that's pretty great yeah the sonic one it, it, i really like sonic because there was a lot going on about you know the way sonic mm. looks for the the movie the, the the teasers that they're showing well his version of sonic looks more like what you would expect there's not like like this muscular version yeah. this creepy weird muscular thing that is seen in the posters for the movie so his i think is what i would expect of a sonic movie so yeah it, it just super well done everybody yeah. needs to check it out it's awesome yeah give it a look that's all the news we got so now we're gonna get to michael's Fortnite supply drop update and for this week we actually have something kind of fun i don't know if you've jumped into it at all but the ice storm is now hitting the the Fortnite battlegrounds there was for a little while there was an ice fear kind of just floating and, and just doing stuff over polar peaks well that has now exploded the ice king popped out waved his hand in the air a couple of times and just sent ice and snow to cover the entire map and now there's ice legions just just attacking everybody it's just a it is, it's just a good time. It's a good time had by all. Not only that, in this update, it is the most adorable thing. If anybody's played, they'll know that you can get a legendary item that's a bush and you just squat around in this bush. It cracks me up every time I see it. I don't even shoot people that are wearing it because I'm just enjoying them being in the game, running around dressed as a bush. So now you can do it as a snowman. So you can just kind of like waddle around as this little snowman and duck down and go unnoticed so i'm excited for this i love these events i love like just jumping in there killing off some ice legion they also have snipers in it again a sniper mode which is one of my favorites so i'm I'm pumped for this event at like all of their events if you kill a certain amount or you blow up a few different things you'll get more gear like another banner or some skins for your weapons things like that but uh yeah definitely a lot of fun and people should check it out. It's I, I love the new map, the way it looks. It's 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 definitely different. I have not been able to jump in yet because I was I was on the road and, and I didn't hook up my switch at all to the internet. But I do have the seven dot two update, and I'm really excited because there are a few challenges where I I think I needed to do some things on ice. So I'm interested to kind of go back because you were telling me that pre Christmas and pre when I got back into it, the whole map was covered in snow and Mm -hmm. then it slowly started to melt half the map. And now you're saying everything's covered again in just crazy. Yeah. When I think what happened was it was covered in snow for Christmas day Mm. and perhaps the day after it was like, everything was snow, you know, because everything, all the, all of the houses had Christmas lights, everything was all decorated. Um, And then the very next day it was like just a, a small portion of it was 
back to the snow. Well, now this event has happened in game. You can see the the king um, actually burst out, and he and he'll he's like in this big sort of cloud, and he he literally waves his hand and slams it down on the map, and everything like this big tidal wave of snow consumes the map and there's players playing while it's happening so they're like flying at him and you can see it all happen around you it's it's pretty cool it's pretty cool i like i'm gonna jump in i know what i'm doing tonight that's for sure yeah yeah well absolutely well thank you michael for that icy (laughs) that icy Fortnite supply drop update get in there So now we'll jump into the best sellers of the week. Like every week, we like to run down the top 10. And to no surprise, number one, Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Number two is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Mario Kart Deluxe 8, Stardew Valley, Tales of Asperia, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Minecraft, Super Mario Party, Jumping Joe and Friends, and Hollow Knight rounding out the top 10. Bouncy Bob has finally been banished from the top 10. Where'd it go? This is, this is a, it's a, it's gone. It's bounced right out of here. Where did it go? I was, I was looking at the list and I go, oh no, what happened? What happened? Not only did it, it didn't drop. It's gone. <laughs> it is right off the list. It probably went back to its normal price. Everybody's like, it's not a cent. It's a dollar fifty. Nope, not gonna have it. I need to look it. I need to look it up. Uh, let me see if it's on the eShop. Nintendo Bouncy Bob. Uh, let's see. Is it gonna have it registered for me? One dollar is what it says. Is it not good enough? Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Not buying it for a dollar. Not, not buying it for a dollar. Blasphemy. Not worth a dollar. Not worth a dollar. No. I'm just going to look here. Barely yeah. worth the penny that people were asking for. So, uh, I mean, that, I think that's why I dropped like a rock. I want it to not so bouncy anymore. I wish that they would have updated their website for Bouncy Bob to be like one of the best seller for, for six. Oh, months. yeah, they should have. Nintendo's top 10 best seller for six weeks on end. Like they should have definitely just really milked it. Now, we also, in addition to the top 10, we like to just call out a few of the new games that made it into the top 30, but just quit. They're so close. They haven't made it yet. So the first up is Onimusha in 14th place, followed by Cave Blazers in the 21st spot. And Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes in the 28th spot. Boom. Nice. Awesome. I'm surprised by, well, first Jumping Joe and Friends, that's 90% off, right? And then Anamusha, I'm really surprised that jumped up for 20 bucks. I think it's a good game. People probably played it a long time ago or you didn't get to play it because it's usually on PlayStation consoles. So that's pretty mm-hmm. cool, I think, in general. And that's I think that one's priced reasonably. Yeah, that, that's a good, you know, that's, good that's price. That's a good price. 20 bucks, that's what you want. Yeah. <sighs> All right, well, let's hop into the stuff that you can get and maybe we'll be in the top 10 next week. First one up for the new releases, Jan 21 to Jan 27, is on January 22nd, a physical retail release of The Raven Remastered. Now, this game is from THQ Nordic uh, and the adventure company. It's a point-and-click adventure developed by King Art Games. This was uh, released originally on Steam in 2013 and came to PlayStation 3 in 2014 and then remastered last year and finally makes its way to the Switch. It is a stealth slash detective 
kind of ele- kind of elements of the gameplay. I watched the trailer through and looked at some of the different gameplay for it. it it's set in the 1960s where someone has stolen the rubies, which are named the eyes of the Sphinx, and you're trying to figure out how to get them back. Seems pretty cool just in general, but if you're looking for some sort of point-and-click adventure, there's three chapters, and it's the remastered version, so you can hop on that and get your point-and-click episodic adventure on now we'll go into the digital downloads we'll go run through them and like we do we'll go back and kind of call out any of the things that stand out to us so for january 21st the game is ihugu for four dollars we we probably butchered that day but we're gonna go with that on the 22nd we have at sundown shots in the dark for 16 dollars followed by future grind for 20 dollars on the 24th, we have Kill All Zombies for $14. At Tongue. At Tongue. I don't. Come on, man. Kulahoot. Kulahoot. Tulu Tactics for $25. If you can't, if you can't even pronounce it, I mean that that doesn't bode well for them at all. Then we have As Divine Hearts 2 for $13. Bad Dream Coma for $10. Cursed Castilla for $13. Doodle God Evolution for $5. Fishing Universe Simulator for $10. Jack Quest The Tale of the Sword for $10. LeGrand Legacy Tale of the Fate Bounds for $16. My Memory of Us for $15. Pikuniku Pikuniku for $12. Smite is free, but there's going to be, I believe, in-game purchases, and you can also buy into the Founders Pack before it launches for $30, which includes a whole bunch of stuff like the Ultimate God Pack and gems and all of that kind of good stuff. So free or $30 with a bunch of stuff. Then on the 25th, we have Flow Lines Versus or Flow Lines VS for $4. Then Hero Trials for six. And then on the 26th, we have Inops. Inops for 10. I love talking about wow. these games so much. This is great. There's a lot of tough ones this yeah. week. So let's go back to the top. What stands out to you, my friend? Well, I figure we can go kind of back and forthy on this one. We have you have a lot of notes on here, and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of bad and a lot of good at the same time. And there's a lot of nuggets of joy into this one. And the first one I'll pull out is a game that I played at PAX two years ago, I want to say. It's a Future Grind. This is a really cool stunt racer where you have a bike, uh, like a, a stunt bike, like a motorcycle, and it has two wheels and two different color wheels. And it reminds me of Uniracer, Una which was a super NES game where you were that was a you were played as a unicycle and you were racing. It was very much fun. I played it a lot as a kid. But this one, you're all about doing flips and you need to match the colors of the wheels with the colors of the course. It's super challenging. I remember being terrible at it, uh, but it was super fun. And the developer was super nice uh, and you could do instant restart. So that was the best part of playing is that you die like all the time, but it would just start really, really quick. That was nice. Well, I like that. Yeah. It's 20 bucks, so a little expensive, but I know good indie dev, 
cool title if you're into really crazy fast pace kind of stunt challenging racer thingy that one it's actually one of my picks for the week as well future grind twenty dollars a little pricey uh, i think but i really thought it was interesting i love the music that was in it i love the style of it i think that it could be very tricky and kind of fun i like that they even say yeah you're gonna die a lot but we also designed it so that you jump right back mm. in like you, you're not waiting for loading screens you're not kind of like it doesn't drag out you get right back to the game it I, I, it's one of my picks it looks pretty pretty exciting and i think that could be a lot of fun so another one for me was my memory of us now i'm not totally sold on this i think it looks interesting it's 15 dollars, and the way they describe it is they say experience a story inspired by actual events from world war ii from a perspective of two children and help them survive the times of absolute terror so there's a lot of they're pulling a lot direct from world war ii um the only thing, and I've, and I actually, when I started looking into it, some of the reviews said, you know, they took some truly horrific events and kind of made them almost too cutesy in the game. Not that, not that they were trying to like downplay what was going on and and not take it serious, but they almost, it was almost a disservice by trying to make it a playable game. You know, even though you're you mean well by it, but it just was like these things were truly horrible and you're making it into a game and it's it's not quite as horrible. So I and I can understand that, though, the art style is beautiful. Uh, it's actually narrated by Patrick Stewart, which I think is awesome. And he sounds fantastic in the trailer. It looks really interesting. I think if that's something that's of any interest, any history in this sort of art style of this game, my memory of us could be something special for people to play. I think it could go one way or the other, though. You know, you could play it and really hate how they handle things, or you could really kind of just enjoy it for what it is. So it it looked at it looked interesting. It stood out to me. So that's why it's one of my picks. Yeah. I- I'm the same. That was also on my my list because I've seen it before. I had heard about it before, I think, when it came out on Xbox. And it was one that I wanted to look at. And I might wait for a sale or something, but it's not, I'm glad that it's on the Switch because I'm going to put it on my, my wish list um, to put that on there. One other game that you may not actually have on your list, but I'm, it's Jack Quest, uh, The Tale of the Sword. This is from Blowfish Studios. This game just looks really cool. It's a very interesting side scrolling kind of 8-bit, 16-bit style game. I was watching the trailer for it. It just looks really good. You you play as Jack, as Jack Quest. It's his quest. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be weird if it was called that, but it's somebody else's quest. <laughs> yeah, he's just going and and it's a kind of a hack and slash side scroller. Looks cool. I, I, the game just looks good and uh I'm into those types of games. For $10, not bad. You know, not bad. Maybe I'll wait for, you know, the sale. But $10 looks like an interesting one if you're looking for a side-scroller hack-and-slash type of game. Yeah. And then the last one for me is Smite. I would, I'm going for the free version with, I guess, in-game purchases. I, I probably won't put too much. I've, I've played Smite. It's a, it's a MOBA. You know, we've talked about Arena of Valor, I think it was, and how we kind of, that was our first like a te- like first time playing games like that well 
I downloaded Smite for my Xbox afterwards and tried that one too, and then started seeing that it's supposed to be coming out for the Switch. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to put this aside. I'm definitely going to grab this. I uh, like the art style out of it. It's a, it's a lot of, you know, like different gods from different, um, you know, you have like, like Egyptian gods and Greek gods and all these different types of gods kind of combining on, on the board. And it, the art style is kind of cool. And I, I don't know, I'm going to check it out for sure for free. There's not a whole lot to lose there. Definitely worth looking into. Yeah. That one's from high res studios, which did Paladin. So pretty good track record. I'll mm-hmm. be interested to compare and contrast between that and arena of valor for sure. Just see how it, how, how it goes and it's free. So why not? I had two more on my list, sure. Michael, two more before we get into your Ooh. favorite section. But the ones to be on the lookout for that pick a you game. It's a t- I, I know the one you're talking about. I just <laughs> don't know how to say Some it. Some of friends over at Devolver Digital. It looks like a really quirky, hand-drawn puzzle exploration game. I don't even know what the gameplay is, but it looks cool. And that's all I know about it. Mm-hmm. These weird little creatures with weird legs and they're doing things and things are happening. It's two player co-op too. So that's really neat. And then the last one I have on my list is curse Castilla EX. Uh, um, This is, I don't know if it's a remaster of something, but it reminds me of ghosts and goblins or ghouls and same for me. And it has really high marks from when it came out previously. If you're looking for that type of game, I'm not, personally but it does look really cool <laughs> it, it, it it looks in that classic vein of snes style even with scan lines it looks like they put on it so it, it seems to be a relatively uh cool rendition of ghosts and goblins so if you really like that that's why i say give a look out for that one cool so there's a couple good ones in there yeah you know there's something for everybody yeah, i think so i think good week good week this week yeah absolutely well as you said, that gets us to everybody's, not just mine, everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you playing? Oh, my goodness. Michael S. Rivette. I have been playing so much Smash. And let me tell you last night the story. Good, sir. I can't wait. I was on the plane, an airplane. Okay. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? Uh, you played, you used airplane Wi-Fi and did a battle. So better yet, no <laughs> Wi-Fi needed. Direct Smash tournament on the plane basically occurred last night. Get out. I'm dead serious. So I'm I'm sitting back in row 42, very far back, and <laughs> uh, on, on Hawaiian Airlines. And shout out to Hawaiian Airlines. They give you a free meal on every single domestic oh, flight. that's nice. They're the only ones to do that, I guess. So it, was, it was a really good sandwich. So I was, we were watching some shows, and I noticed that, these two brothers behind me, they had a switch. They had one switch between the two. So when I say tournament, it was more one v one play. But I, I was, oh, that's interesting. And you know, they I, they had they, they had it in their bag. They were kind of messing around with it. They weren't playing yet. And I was watching some shows on Netflix that we had downloaded. And I, right, he was right behind me, the kid. So I I was kind of you know looking around a little bit as I was getting up, getting some water. And I noticed he was playing Smash. And I go, oh, that's cool. You know, so uh, about an hour later, he's still playing Smash. And I'm like, all right, I'm done with my shows. I'm going to bust out some Smash and maybe do some stuff. So I just turn around and say, hey, do you want to play, you know, local? And you do have to turn on the Wi-Fi, but you don't have to be connected to Wi-Fi. It's the local Wi-Fi Direct, 
which is really nice. Uh, so you don't even need internet connectivity to do this at all. And you go into that ZR menu because that's obviously where it would be. And you hit local. You It, it couldn't be any easier, Michael. It couldn't be any easier. <laughs> but for real, for real this time. You hit ZR and you go into local, you create a room and the room shows up. It 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 worked as expected. It was I amazing. Like it. And we smashed for about an hour and a half until his switch, switch died from being out of battery. And... I played Jiggly mostly the entire time, just uh, pink mm. stuff rolling over people. Uh, and they went back and forth. They 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 did your classic, you know, Ike and all these other, you know, other, you know, sword wielding characters. But no, Jiggly just rolling on fools, sleeping on fools. Uh, I won sometimes. And I was adjusting. It was nice. You were, could adjust things on the fly if you wanted less items, more items, worked as you would expect it, i was very impressed and uh nice. it was good yeah and then i've been playing a lot i'm a few quite a few hours into the world of light really enjoying that I, I, my update to you and you made very is i'm really enjoying the game more than i did when i first got it and mm -hmm. that is because with the world of light i didn't quite grasp the concept in the beginning of the spirits now that I'm getting further along, I'm starting to understand the spirit kind of characters that you're unlocking with each battle and the character that you're fighting against and all of the things in the level. So what I mean by that is sometimes you'll have some character that um, you're fighting against. Uh, let's say it's like some 2D character or something. So you're like, oh, I'm Pac-Man, but Pac-Man has certain things in the level that are going on, or it has certain things to remin to, to be like what that other character would be doing in the game. So I don't know. The variety seems cool. I wish there was more variety. You and I had talked about it, that I wish that there was not just only battles. Like the classic mode does a good job, and I've been playing the classic mode a lot more and unlocking more characters and I've been just enjoying the game more. I don't know about the online play. Did we play the online play last time before we recorded? No, that was after our last show. So maybe we should we should talk about how you and I did get to play some online briefly. We haven't been able to put a ton of time in on that yet, but we should probably mention how that experience went for us. Yeah, do you want to? That, that's my sure. Smash Bros. update. So why don't you go into your Smash Bros. update and talk about the Yeah, I mean, I, I have been playing some. I, I do feel, you know, pretty different than you on, on Smash. I, I don't enjoy Spirits to, very much at all, to be honest with you. Like, at first, I was kind of all right with it. I, I like, you know, we've talked about this. I, I like the collecting of stuff. I do enjoy that aspect of it. And I get what you're saying about, you know, if there's a lava on the ground, you're going to use a spirit that helps you, you know, it prevents you from taking damage in lava, or blah, blah, blah. Okay, high wind. High wind is a big one. That's a tough one because I play as Pikachu and mm. I just get blown right off the map every time. But so you got to use a spirit that is, doesn't allow you to take so much, um, like be affected by high wind as much. Okay, man, it makes sense. Most of the time, I probably just hit autofill. I think that's probably what the majority of people are just like, okay, autofill. And it yeah. puts in the one that's best for that match. You know, okay, mm -hmm. easy enough. So there's no thought really given to it. You're just collecting things. I think my issue with spirits is it is extremely repetitive. And that's, I think, my overall problem with the game is that 
I, like you, play classic. And that, to me, has been the best, not even classic, the credits running from classic has been literally the most exciting part of the whole game for me because you play as this um, shmup as the credits are rolling and you're shooting at the the names and you're trying to get the high score and then it gives you stuff like in the game. It'll give you, you know, things to level up your spirits or whatever. I, to me, that was the best part of the whole game so far is the credits. And I think that's just so crazy because here is a perfect example of something where you could have done. There was a part in the classics where it was like a bonus round and you're kind of something's chasing you and your character, your fighter that you choose has to run through and collect stuff and break blocks and kind of like get through it. That was a blast. So why is why is the 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 whatever it is, the light? battle thing there that that mode so monotonous it's just the same thing over and over and over and over and if i want to do that like i i don't use those anywhere else so i'm only playing that for the sake of playing that and there's really no story involved there's really nothing that keeps me wanting to play that so i was just kind of like i i really haven't visited spirits too much more i'm just not i I don't really enjoy it Hmm. As far as the online, I'm, I I enjoy it if I turn a lot of stuff off because I think when you have four players on there and all the items and everything's just going, to me, it's just crazy. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. We played an online battle with another listener or somebody from your Twitch stream, I believe. Yeah. So we decided, okay, let's jump on. First off, that was horrendous. Trying to get the game to work and play with friends can only be done through arena. Now, to me, it would be in online, or I didn't know we'd have to only create an arena. It took us quite a while, I think. It was probably 20 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes to figure out what we had to do. Yeah. By the time we created our room um, and actually got in there, then we could play. And I will say, after the fact, once I started, once I understood how arena worked, I kind of only play arena now. I find arenas, I jump in there, and I just play along with people or I create my own. And then if I don't want to play anymore, I actually leave my Switch sitting and I just put my guy on spectate and let people play in the arena that I created. Because to me, that's kind of the fun of it. You're just constantly jumping in. You're constantly churning through people. So we jumped into this game after taking a very long time of getting it to work. Uh, it, It worked fine. Yeah. I think it played pretty well. Yeah. I didn't notice any lag on my end. I will say I saw lag several times, almost unplayable again, mm. playing in arena and online. So it's still an issue. It's still happening. But for the three of us who you know, clearly had decent internet, it wasn't wasn't a problem. Um, but the 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 items, it was just like, what? There was only three of us, and it was like, mm. what is going on here? Half the time. Yeah, so I think I had the same issue in this and when I was playing on the plane is that when you are in Smash, there's a few nice things that it the game does and the customization is my buddy Ben came over and what I realized is that you can set up profiles under your account. So Ben created his own profile, went into the controller setup, customized it, and then that was like the Ben tag. So that was kind of cool. And then what I also realized is in the arena is you have to set up your rules and you can customize those item drops. And the it's kind of a weird setup to select what items you want. And I'm pretty sure I had it on medium. And for a while mm. on the plane, I was on medium. And that was a big issue because there's just way too many things. 
Now yeah. I adjusted that to light, uh, light mode or whatever, low, and that was quite excellent, I would say. Yeah, medium actually is still too many. It's way too many. I had to do that. So yeah. what I have is you can set up a custom rule. Now you create your own rule set. So I have one called four stock five minutes. That's my own. Mm -hmm. And that one I uh, go through and I allow X amount of players and you can go and customize the different uh, the different amount of of items that you have under rules. So you have to go and set that up. I think that's the problem is you have to adjust the amount of, of, of drops of there or else it's just way too many. Yeah. And that's, I, I got the hang of that after, but obviously for our first time, we had just everything going, you know, when, when we finally got arena working and it was just, it was, it was just crazy. Like, I don't know who threw whatever it is, black hole or whatever happened. <laughs> the screen just went black. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what we're, what are we doing? Like, I'm still trying to figure out how to play the game. I can't even see, you know what I mean? Yeah. So for now I've got it so that like a Pokeball pick like kicks out once in a while or, you know, a baseball bat falls. And I, I actually kind of lean towards the old ones, mm. like the old items, the new stuff, maybe a sword. I'll have a sword drop once in a while. But for the most part, I just want to play other players so I can get better at the controls and then I can start introducing more items, yeah. you know, so then I can start figuring out like once I get the controls down even more, I think then it's like, all right, I can do this or what I'm figuring out now is my range. So I've been in the training a lot to see, okay, where does this, where, where do I need to stand to get this zap to work? Where do mm. I need to stand to do this grab? Things like that. Um, but overall for me, it's, it's something I'll pop in from time to time. It is not a big like it's just not a big draw for me right now. I don't know if it'll ever be. You and I kind of had the conversation that it just may not be a game that I enjoy that much anymore. You know, it just might not be for me anymore. I would say that I had the most fun so far in the game, even though I said I get coming around to spirits, I'm coming around to classic mode and the other games modes. I'm still under the impression that this game is a multiplayer game and better when people are in person or you can communicate because mm -hmm. when I was next to, I was, the person was behind me and I was in front of them and the plane, when we were just playing there, you could feel the tension between us. And when someone would make a huge smash or something would happen, you could be like, oh, you know, you could just hear it <laughs> like, yes, you know, like we're just getting so excited. And that made me mm -hmm. excited. And I haven't felt that way in a while, probably since I played Melee back in the day, but you have to be around people. And even when we played online, it was a lot of fun because we were chatting uh, back and forth. And I think if we get Discord set up and a few other things that that we would be able to enjoy that a lot more with the communication going on and, and set up our own arena. Yeah, I completely agree because, and it is interesting, after we play that, it got me more excited to keep playing it. Mm. You know, yeah. so it's definitely it's not a game that you just jump on. I, you know, I know some people play that, but if you're there's not communication and there's not if you're not doing couch co-op type play or just couch play and you don't have chat online, I just don't think there's enough substance there to keep me entertained. Um, you know, people like will harp on Fortnite and how it's so repetitive and things like that. But I, I find Smash to be more repetitive. Mm -hmm. 
in in what it is it there is no other modes there's no there, there is challenges kind of hidden you know like when you do something and it gives you a piece of that puzzle or whatever it's putting together but it's not like in your face it's not like hey you got to do this and it's just not a game that can handle that because it's just a level where you're fighting other people that is all it boils down to and i think they missed an opportunity with the adventure like with the solo play mode i think that could have really been something something special something else and i just don't know if it does that i don't you know i don't know if they did a great job it seems like everybody wants to go back to the other uh single player mode yeah you can't make everyone happy unfortunately like melee just so good that's the problem <laughs> so that's the problem but yeah. th- there would be an opportunity to fortniteify it if you started off with a, you had a very minimal set of characters, right? If you had that and you had to unlock people, but you didn't have any of the customizations and it was all about customizing your smash character and there was all new okay, things yep. being added all the time. I mean, it's a fortnightification of, of, of content, right? And there's challenges like play is blah, 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 and get five smashes with the thing and play on this. You know, mm. there's some gamification to it, but it'd be hard, I guess if they're not continuously adding tons of content, it doesn't seem like they want to do that with this game. They want it to be more classic smash as it has been. Yeah. And it's not like it's hurting the numbers. I just don't know if it's where I'm at anymore. You know, I mean, when I was playing smash and we were all together, like you said, at school and you're there in a big group, it was just like, yes, this, there was no other game that I needed to play. I loved it. I loved being around friends you know, and you're just like kind of, like beating up on each other it, it doesn't have that same feel and i think when we play together online that's still going to be fun and you're still going to have a good time but i just don't know if like there's other stuff now that kind of draws my attention more yeah too much other stuff that's the problem is we just talked about 25 billion new games coming out this week you know i know all the time so anything else that you that you want to call out yeah. For uh, what you played this way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also started off my Twitch stream randomly and I booted up new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Played that nice. for a bit. Uh, it is new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. It's very good. It's a classic side scrolling, getting coins, collecting the big coins on the adventure, you know, beating up the Koopalings and playing that. Seems good. I, I played it that one day. It, it is good. It, uh, I guess the 3DS version was one of my favorite one because that was the one that was all about collecting all the cr- coins and it was the gold rush and that had some nice twists to it. So I almost liked that version a little bit better. And then it also made me... That one had mini games too, didn't it? Didn't it have like some fun little mini games like whack-a-mole type stuff with the 3DS and you'd have to like tap it? I think so, yeah. There's a whole bunch of fun stuff with it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, And, and so, but then it kind of left me wanting super mario world 3d a bit too in a way i i don't know it's, it's hard with the remasters because I, I remember playing it a long time ago and really liking it and then i was like oh but i really wish i had this element of the newer version or that element of this game you know that has come out since then so sure there's that but on the other flip side i'm back into zen pinball i've been going to a lot of pinball uh, barcades over here in seattle and the one pinball arcade icebox which um is over in ballard fremont area has attack from mars which was in the william bally's recent release in zen pinball fx3 and i've been playing that in the arcade and also in 
Pinball FX3. And I want to say that now I can compare and contrast real real world versus in game, you know, and that's spot on. It's spot on. It's very good. Uh, I am playing with the Zen pinball physics because they're much I like them better than the the classic realistic. I just I think it's better, but I'm doing very well. I've been unlocking all the different things. I've just been sinking time into that board. It's so much fun. That's a super fun board. The other ones are good too, Black Rose and Party Zone, but I've been sinking my teeth into Attack from Mars, which is a classic. And that one's fun because you're getting, you hit a bumper and it's a million points and your goal is to get 7.5 billion points. And it's fun because you're blowing up, you're blowing up Martian spaceships and unlocking stuff and the sound effects are fun. It's a good one. It's a good board. It's well worth the money. Cool. I like that you can go pair them. That's kind of, you know, you see the real thing and then play it online or on the game. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Anything else? Uh, just the, some of the usuals, you know, Fortnite, Steam World Heist, Smash that we already talked about. But I did try, We you had talked about it last week. I decided to try the demo myself, but Octahedron Transfixed Edition. The demo is actually quite fun. I love the music. I love the style. Really, really cool platformer. Uh, some really interesting game mechanics, the way they have the double jump built in and sort of like this glide feature if you hold the button down. I, it was really cool. I really, really liked it. I, I might end up looking into that one. It's on the wish list now. Um, but I love, you know, and that's what got me excited for uh, future grind. I really love that music and I liked sort of the, just the feel of it. And I think that's going to be very similar. It just kind of gives you, gives you energy when you're playing it. You know what I mean? Cause you're kind of just bobbing along and it's, it's, I was really, really liked it. I, I, I was actually kind of impressed by it. So, uh, that was the other, that was the only other thing for me. Nice. Yeah. Some good games. I'm excited. I'm hoping there's some more new demos of the games uh, that are coming out this week, but I'll definitely download some. Oh, yeah. Definitely play it on, play that one. So, yeah. Well, cool, buddy. Well, thanks for uh, for crushing this week. And and I look forward to catching the next supply drop update from you. <laughs> I'll do my best. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, and thanks for listening through all the shenanigans. I, we definitely want to know what you're thinking about Smash. Hit us up on Twitter at Dispatch Podcast. And also, if you got your new uh, Piranha Plant promo code. like oh, I, Michael didn't get it, but I got it. Let us know. Hit us up. You can also send us an email. Just go to nintendodispatch.com. That's your one-stop shop for all of our podcasts, but also reviews. So if you're looking to, to get some insight into that Genki Bluetooth adapter or some of the other cool accessories we've reviewed on there, go over there and also hit that contact button. Just go ahead and send us an email. We love that. If you'd like to read it back, gives us some more stuff to uh, to talk about. But besides that, go ahead and make sure you, you know, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a, give us a little shout out to your friends. If you're playing Smash Local, say, hey, download this podcast. We would love that. That's going to do it. Until next week, I'm James. He's Michael. This has been Nintendo Dispatch.